This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Alex Kolnick just released a rap song about Donald Trump. That's it, that is the whole intro. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Thank you, Alex Kolnick, for providing us with hashtag content. And thank really- you for tuning in to the Metal Injection Livecast. It is me, Radical Raba, here with Socialist Sydney, Neo-Marxist Noah, and Democratic Darren Delgado. None of that is true, but welcome. I am a registered Democrat, actually. But you're not Democratic. You believe in fashion. Yes, yeah, so democracy is a concept. Yeah, that's fair. It's the Metal Injection Livecast. Today is Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. Put it down in the history books. It's... The first night of the presidential debates. It's been four years since presidential debates. Isn't that crazy? And we're going to jump right on into it. Things get a little political right at the top of the show. And you could be a part of the show if you're listening live. It's Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. It's a little past. They would know that if they're listening live. Uh, you can give us a ring-a-ding-ding. That's a phone call. That's a, one of these. 213-wide-nut. That's it looks 213- like you're giving a hang 10. Yeah. 213-943-3688 is the number to call us up and be a part of the show anytime. Radical. If, and if you would like any more Metal Cowabunga, dude. If you like bonus live cast, hashtag content. Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> Don't have a cow, but do have a look at our Patreon at patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast for as little as $5 a month. You get access to all of our previous bonus episodes. And Thursday, it's the first of the month, which is crazy that it's already October. And uh, we're going to be doing Shocktober, Rocktober, or Jocktober, or Noctober. Cocktober? Cocktober. <laughs> no, we're doing a Shocktober. We have two horror movies that we did a watch along to. Uh, that will air in the month of October, which you can get for five bucks a month. Uh, and the first one that goes up on Thursday is Trick or Treat. It is a 80s B-level horror film about a uh, metalhead who gets possessed by a metal album and horror ensues in his small town. There's cameos by Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne. We had a great time doing it. And uh, there's plenty of other stuff already up on, on the Patreon. This month's episode was Until the Light Takes Us. We did a uh, watch along of that black metal documentary. Uh, last month, we made fun of Mike Francesa. We did a whole one hour roast. I wonder how many splits. people think that that's actually how you pronounce his name because you've said it that way for so many episodes. Mike Francesa. Uh, okay. And. Uh, <laughs> So we did that. And also there was a watch along of a 90s TV show pilot starring Jesse Ventura and Roddy Roddy Piper. Was it 90s? It was early. It was like 90. It was 91. Yes. Yeah. So we have that. We have tons of stuff in the archives. We did a watch along of the Motley Crue movie, of a Hulk Hogan movie, Santa with Muscles. Uh, We have of what was that Adam Sandler movie that was very good? Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Thank you. My mind isn't working right now. So plenty of stuff on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Noah, are you going to say uh, Dorinsky? I must uh, fact check you. I've been handed a note by our fact checking team. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone could actually be listening live and not know what time or 
or a day it is if they had woken up out of a coma and directly began listening mm. to our program because our program is that great. They may have just, the first thing they want to do before eating or seeing their families was to listen to the Metal Injection Livecast. Yes. And who could you know something, them? you're right. And history can repeat itself since this is something that actually happened on our show. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> Wait, Seth Putnam? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Oh. But, Hopefully uh, next time, though, the person doesn't die three weeks later. Oh, right. was, it through? was it that quick after? I don't think it was so. three months, something like that. Well, that's why we joked about the live cast curse, because it happened so with such haste. Yeah. It happened to him and to Peter Steele after we released that like children's song album. <laughs> well, that was like during us doing the episode. Yeah. He, he yeah. croaked. He was laughing so hard. He swerved his bus right off the road. And you too can laugh really hard, so hard that you swerve your vehicle off a road by listening to the Metal Injection live casts. <laughs> well, you heard uh, Chuck Blandington uh, talk about it at the top of the show. And uh, I think we really need to just dive right who, into this. Who found this news. originally? Like, was it a Sid? No, find this was or? a Robert find. Now, which one is Trump again? <laughs> the orange one. Well, Wait, which one? Which orange one is Trump again? <laughs> the one with the hair. He looks more orange than Trump. How is that possible? It's the because he's at a concert that's being lit with. He looks like a jack o lantern. I mean, you don't know that for a fact, Rob. Just saying. But look at look at my fantastic Photoshop work. I, I made sure to find a royalty free photo of our president, where he uh, looks like he's doing like what the hell do you think you're doing alex what the hell do you think he's, you're doing uh, well it's alex. it's i mean he as repulsive it, as, dealt it. <laughs> as as repulsive as trump is i mean i hate to say it that is the face i made while watching this rap video it is really weird how his lips and his eyelids just could be swapped out and you wouldn't even know it i mean i'm not the first one to make this i'm sure his I mean, butthole also whoa <laughs> How do you think it's far? What has like horizontal? Let's, let's show some respect uh, for our president, okay, Noah? <laughs> you think Sorry, his butthole? Was... You think his butthole has horizontal orientation like that? Also, do you think his butthole uh, has like a comb over as well of his like butt hair from one oh. combed over to the other? No, actually, I think that's know. where he gets his his weave hair from. Mm, combs it probably. up. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> they just take it out and plug it in there. <laughs> Yeah, so ass flap to his head. So uh, Skolnick uh, last or a few days ago, he posted this. Let me just he oh, posted boy. this spoiler alert image uh, promoting nerdsvote.com. And uh, exactly. <laughs> I get and then he, he had this whole rant about, you know, uh, how Trump has to be voted out and mm. Uh, you know that I mean we can go through it but you you know what, what it says you got the point yeah. <laughs> yeah like you don't really we don't have to go through the whole thing it says Trump is bad yeah and check out my cool double neck guitar <laughs> <laughs> well uh, so because of this believe it or not when you say that Trump is bad something that happens is a lot of Trump supporters leave you comments that you're bad um also like one thing that uh trump supporters uh post is like orange man bad orange man i get it orange man bad. like that's just their 
their sweeping dismissal of any criticism. Which, to be fair, this might be an orange man bad situation. But let's take a look. So he he tweeted that Trump fans who flooded my timeline with angry replies the other day, thanks for inspiring me to try something different. Rapping. <laughs> I wrote this for you. It's called hashtag Trump sucks. I'm glad, I'm glad Alex uh, got wind of this trend of rap that's uh, <laughs> sweeping the nation 37 years after it was initiated. Oh. Well, it does seem like he, his knowledge of rap ended 30 years ago because yeah. it's very like, my name is Alex and I'm here to say <laughs> Trump is the wackiest in the USA. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's better than that. It's better than that. I don't want to. Uh... I, it's it's better than that, but not that much better. So let's let's roll it. And 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 ultimately, before before we do start <laughs> playing this, I want to say obviously Alex's heart in the right place, but there's yeah. some some moments here which are a bit comical. So let's <laughs> let's play it. Wait, right there. Wait, hold on. Is so he right stroking out? <laughs> so I don't think the audio was playing. By the way. He's, oh, it wasn't? Oh, let me, yeah, it wasn't. Let me reshare. Look, I, I he didn't even have the balls to write out Trump sucks. Well, he, he did write it. Wait, we just... Well, yeah, hold on. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me get the screen shared back. Is it share it? Or am I it's sharing it. Oh, well, uh, it was. Let's try that again. It was oh, the whole Garrity. screen. There we go. There we go. Okay, now go all the way back. You know, the other day... <laughs> Let's go all the way back. Please. I thought he was covering institutionalized for a second. <laughs> I mean, he should be. So that, that would make he sense. obviously did this in uh, iMovie, uh, and I love that. How do you know that? Because of the, the font? font. Yeah, this is like the default iMovie font. Uh, instead of doing two lines because it's like a template, he was like, "Oh, I have to fit all this." So I'll just say TS. <laughs> right, but he had to believe, fit words and music. Yeah, which yeah. also I believe TS is an acronym for like transsexual, right? <laughs> so that's all, all right. But okay, like also uh, too soon. Like, aren't there trans uh, porn stars that go by like TS Elliot? Uh, I think it's TS Madison is one of them. I mean, you you tell us, Rob. Yeah, please. <laughs> At least it yes. didn't autocomplete. Yes, TS Madison. <laughs> yeah. I'll... Well, he's in a private window, so. Yeah, oh. I'm not signed in, so. I was trying to give him an out here, Noah. TS Mass. Anyway, so here we go. You know. <laughs> Look at him beating in a bottle. The other day, I did a the other day, media post. I tried to do some things, and they just didn't work out the way I wanted to, and I got real frustrated. <laughs> and I was like, I, try, I was trying hard to do it, and I was like, I was taking my time. And... Rob, as much as I love to blare Alex Skolnick music, could you make it a touch lower? <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so let me ask: Is he these vocals aren't live, right? He's lip syncing. I was just going to gonna say this is absolutely a lip sync. He recorded the song and then did a uh, lip sync to it, like a minor music video here, with some of the best production uh, you've ever seen. <laughs> and and why not just sh why not just shoot a video of you singing it live? Like, yeah. why does it have to be? Yeah, well, because I'm assuming... it needs to be produced. He's an audiophile. Yeah, yeah. And also, I'm assuming he did multiple takes to get the 
to get the timing right. Right. And, and uh, also, clearly, he doesn't remember the lyrics because he's like leaning in in this moment <laughs> right now because he's got him up on screen. Yes. And he needs he doesn't have his bifocals on, so he's got to lean in to remember the lyrics. So and he's also a trend. He's 52. Give him some slack, will you? This, this is only 52. Also, he completely yeah. misses some words and lines and just he powers <laughs> through. If he put, I think he needed to put as much effort into the, the video shooting as he did to making sure the the audio sounds good. Now, wait, wait, wait. And then just one more thing, like one more technical aspect of this mm-hmm. is he he had to, well, and that's probably why the audio doesn't line up. He had to overlay the audio on the video, right? Like he's playing it out from his computer and moving his lips along and then loading the track right. that he produced over the video. Right. He's taking that's the a video, lot of work. removing the audio track from it and adding the, the song. Yes. Okay. So here we go. This is about voter turnout. Wait, let's Express- go back and hear the, the little monologue too. Since- the other day I did a social media post. It was about voter turnout. Expressing how I feel politely. You MAGA people are so responsive. You inspired me to write this song. No, like he's completely off now. Like, and, and it's like these are his. These are this is him talking. This is like my dad. This but is also, embarrassing really is. Me. but also, like, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. But then also, yes, this is. It is like I have secondhand cringe. Like, yes, like I imagine. Like I'm imagining myself doing this and putting this up there and like i'm embarrassed for myself but like i have nothing to do with this it's alex colding like it's like i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed for him for myself does that make sense rob can i make a suggestion please 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 yes um the only thing that can make this year better you did the lip sync video of rebecca moore can you do a lip sync video of this the thing is the rebecca moore one was so was so short uh, it was very easy to, and I have to be honest. I did a few takes of that. It took me like a few, it took me like at least ten takes to to get that one. Yeah, and Rob uh, would actually like actually enjoy doing that. He would enjoy doing that. Yeah, this, this oh. would be too hard. This would, would be too be hard. So and it's good, too though. long. It's a three minute video. That was like just do the seconds. opening monologue. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how inspired I feel this week. This is dedicated to you. We got him. Now this is my okay. Now <laughs> hold on before he even spits any bars. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like this is this is definitely Alex Kolnick's uh 52-year-old side coming through because uh instead of like he is not the best video editor or is not looking to go all out with the video. So instead of editing in a slideshow, he instead <laughs> put together a slideshow of photos on That's his amazing. pad. And then we'll be manually <laughs> swiping through it as he goes through his bars. It's like and that Bob Dylan video. Uh, it's like a modern it, version. It a bad situation. Oh, sorry. Uh, it is absolutely that. And my favorite thing is at some point, he gets like so caught up in the like, wait, I need to switch the slide. Oh, but I have to like still <laughs> do the rap. Oh, but the slide, oh, the rap. And, like he's like <laughs> behind on everything because he has to like do so many things at once. <laughs> Let's hear it. Dedicated to you. We got a bad situation all across the nation. The White House is under occupation. Hey, hold it, hold it, hold liber- it. I need alleviation from my lack of occupation. <laughs> Go to the unemployment station for some workman's compensation. Come on, fuck Trump. 
No profanity. He's respectful. Zap. Close to the voting booth. <laughs> now listen to me. Because I'm not blowing smoke, I look like Brett the Hitman Hart right before he had a stroke. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> from this administration is needed right now. No time for vacation. Oh, he's so no regulation off. for clean air and water. He got to office and installed his own daughter. I love, what all, I love all those famous rap songs where the where the uh, rapper enunciates Walter, just like that. <laughs> Walter. And installs his own daughter? Daughter. <laughs> he wants to fucking fuck It's simple and play. We can't elect this madman again. <laughs> oh, no, that's the Chris Jericho version. <laughs> Clean air and water. He got to office and installed his own daughter? She served no purpose except... He said daughter. He didn't say daughter. He doesn't <laughs> open his mouth at all on the word daughter. Did you notice <sighs> that? It doesn't. He just goes like this. Let's see that again. <laughs> for clean air and water. He got to office and installed his own daughter? She served no purpose <laughs> except for appearance. Initially denied a security clearance. Oh! Her husband Jared is even worse yet. Shady ties analyzed as a security threat. Now, do you notice how when he's a security threat, there's little sirens that come up. That's a little production that he did there. And so now he, I think he this is took be, this so seriously. Except where he spelled Vladimir Putin's name wrong. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's one for Sid to knock out of the park right there. Putin. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. I, uh, I do want to say there's no uh, better uh, proof or like reasoning that touring needs to start back up in this video. <laughs> <laughs> Artists cannot have this much free time on their hands. Yes. Now, hey, Donald Trump, your president dead thing is crap, just like a 52-year-old Jew trying to rap. <laughs> <laughs> Trust security threat. Vladimir Putin got Trump in his pocket. Putin. Kim Jong-un just launched another rocket. I haven't even... Did Putin launch... I have I my... mean, I'm sorry. Did uh, Kim Jong-un launch even one rocket? Like, he did, like, they one... Just, like, a couple they, years ago. testing them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. What? I need to move my foot off this Putin. I have them on. <laughs> Putin. 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 I can trigger for some Putin. Some Vladimir Putin. Security threat. Vladimir Putin got Trump in his pocket. Kim Jong Un just launched another rocket. I haven't even mentioned Betsy DeVos, Wilbur Ross, and the cost and the lives that were lost. Oh, it's like a little Eminem spit. <laughs> oh God. Because it feels so, so empty with that meat. Lost <laughs> and the lives that were lost. Abomination. Also, what like why is lives that are lost? It's like a New York Times screenshot that says the human toll. Like, that. Well, what do you want them to show you corpses? Yeah, show the gra- yes. show the grave on Hart Island. <laughs> what kind of metalhead is this? Abomination, an epic fail, just like Bannon and Flynn. He belongs in jail. Trump sucks. Yeah. Oh, he's not kidding around. I thought this was all a joke. I mean, look at that smile. It looks to me like he's kidding. Very serious. He's like a game show clown. He took a hatchet to the hatchet, breaking them laws, violating the emoluments. (laughs) (laughs) Violating (laughs) the emoluments. Uh, Okay, what do you think? 
Chuck Billy said when he saw this. I think he said, my name's bit. Chuck, and I am here to say I do not like Nancy Pelosi. Oh, <laughs> Pelosi sucks. <laughs> I, th- I feel like uh, Alex Skolnick is probably the only one of them that's actually, like, politically inclined, like, the, it cares enough well, to comment on I'm it. Not, so I'm not even like, talking just... about the political message. I'm talking about the fact that he made this video. Yeah. Oh, I think they're very embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> is that you have inside information? No, is that your official it. statement, Rob? No, this is, I, I'm, I, I'm assuming. Should Has I Chuck tell Billy 360? For... Yeah. I I don't know, like, it, it could go either way. Like for me, I could see. Uh, for me, I could see. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Rob Fazbani, and for me, I could see. Uh, I could see them finding it funny uh, and not cringy. But like to me, I agree with the message. But even so, just like, oh. uh, it's just not <laughs> like it's fun. Like right my way. my uh, headline was. You know, I was trying to be diplomatic. Testaments Alex Kolnick wrote a rap song, Trump Songs, and you need to hear it. I wanted to kind of uh, imply to Trump supporters that, like, this is laugh at funny. <laughs> like, but without saying that, I don't need to suck up to Trump supporters. They can go fuck themselves, you know. <laughs> like a game show clown. Took a hatchet to the hatchet, breaking the laws, no. violating on, no. the emoluments clause. Sick of this and cronies. Can you keep pause it for in. a second? I feel like he took his textbooks at the new school of music a little too seriously <laughs> when he read the rap section and how to rhyme words. It, this is. It's yes. Yeah. Yeah, I realize my joke raps are like more rhymey than his. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like he, 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 I'm sure he wrote it out and like, you know, it's it's very mathematical for him. There's a lot of theory behind it for sure. <laughs> Is he live alone? Oh, God. Does he live alone? Rob, I hope, I hope so. A partner, a spouse, or a roommate. Well, this isn't his house. He just like broke into someone's uh, I think, house. Yeah, I think he might be in a, a long term relationship. I'm not sure though. Now I'm telling all know. my homies Trump should be removed from power. He stepped on me when I used to sleep outside Trump Tower. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry, Sid. I this is a particularly one. disturbing screen cap that is happening know, right is- now. Pissing on our norms like a golden shower. Oh, no, this is the best one. Pissing go ponies on. keep the emoluments clause. Sick of and cronies keep them in power. Pissing on our norms like a golden shower. Oh, he even he even like mimes it out. He knows what happens. I mean, his hair looks like somebody did it to him. Also, I want to say, like, if you're participating in a golden shower, you're willing. I usually like you want that piss on your face. Yeah, you That's wouldn't be drop. calling it a golden shower. <laughs> Forms like a golden shower, a light feeling upward, not a heavy lifter, an upscale slumlord, two-bit grifter. You may be someone that we cannot sway, but this is where he completely loses the, the lyric. Like he's just moving his lips, not even oh. trying to. <laughs> oh. oh, look at this! <laughs> uh, bless you, Alex Goldick, for this content. An upscale slumlord, two-bit grifter. You may be someone that we cannot sway, but for me, God. there's only one thing left to say. Trump sucks. Oh, he is not your friend. Trump sucks. This is going to convert a lot of Trump supporters. I guess I got to say it again. Trump sucks. And this could be America's end. Trump sucks. He seems 
very smiley for America's end. Yes. <laughs> well, he's going to be fine. It's his I love that oh, he got so more? caught up in his own solo that he almost <laughs> missed the next verse. Oh, fuck. I gotta make this solo. <laughs> He's gonna cheat all he can. He will not rest. Disrupt the post office. Use Kanye West. When the polls close and the people choose, he's gonna claim voter fraud or say, It's all fake news. You like that was a pretty oh. good Trump impression. I gotta say. <laughs> Oh, it's like straight out of Beastie Boys, if I feel right. Oh, my God. <laughs> like this guy, because he's rich, just like Bill Maher said. Trump's a whiny little bitch. Lying and tweeting it. <laughs> I love the Bill Maher shout-out. That, that oh, really because just of brings course. it all together. <laughs> Erupting, always grouchy, contradicting scientists, even Dr. Fauci. So what do we do? No time to sit and gloat. Call your friends and family, everybody. Wait, no time to sit and gloat? Gloat about what? You yeah, it doesn't make word? sense other than it rhymes with vote. That's yeah. really the only reason that's in there. Well, he's, he's going to sit and gloat sucks. over this rap song he wrote. <laughs> I love that one. Now we're not. phone. Wait, I... I want to point out, say? this is not a cell phone. This is a cordless phone. This is, this a, is a remote it's control. A, what are you talking about? It's a landline, and he now uses it as a prop to call your friends and family and say Trump's like, can you imagine if you had a parent who's a Trump supporter? Hello, mom, Trump sucks. Okay, hold on, I want you to hear the song. It totally explains it. Some family, everybody's got a vote. Trump sucks. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right, son, thank you. We're not kidding around, Trump sucks. He's trying to bring our democracy down. Trump sucks. Just like the mob, it's a family of crime. Trump sucks. Let's say it one more time. Trump sucks. <laughs> God. Oh, okay. Composed, tracked, and filmed. In a few hours. I already did jazz and now hip hop too. Stealing black people's music is just what I do. Trump sucks. <laughs> Very funny to see you performing outside your comfort zone. Killer Zappa vibe going on. Wow. Zappa vibe? Has this person ever heard Zappa? I, maybe they just mean his haircut. Here we go. So edgy. <laughs> so very, very edgy. And other rock stars telling everybody that Orange Man is bad. That becomes so utterly expensive. The thing that's kind of odd to me, it's like Orange Man is bad, though. Yeah. <laughs> like it's such a weird no, I think. I, and I think what people say that it's like, not that I, I'm talking about like, you know, Chuck that's Billy. also, that's become like a leftist thing also. Like orange man bad means you're only like, yeah, Trump sucks, but that's your only go-to thing is to say he's bad. Like that's not an argument, you know? Mm -hmm. But he's, he's perfect. Okay. I hear you. But even in this thing, he's giving reasons why Trump is bad. I feel it's like it's now they don't even want to hear the argument. They're just like, oh, yeah, we got it. Trump is bad. It's almost like they're agreeing that he's bad, but it's like besides the point. I don't know. Right. Uh, but tonight is the first debate. Uh, and I don't know if you guys know this. So it's Donald Trump versus uh, Joe Biden. Those are the two guys at the debate. Cool. We've been following it. Uh, and. Uh, I'm like, first of all, I can't believe it's already the, I, I, first, 
also i can't believe it's debates and i'm also like we're only at the debates let's get this over with it's like weird with the whole coronavirus thing the election cycle i feel has extended three years somehow yes uh and yet also then it's just like wow four years have gone by like we're we're at the tail end now of this uh presidential run for trump and what a run for him for him what what a world <laughs> well it might not be the end yeah you right. don't know you're right it's very it's it might be the halfway point unfortunately too close yeah uh but we'll see what happens tonight who do you think is going to come out on t- who's the top tonight trump i think they're both going to embarrass themselves horribly like the imbeciles that they are and there will be no winners we'll all be losers i think the people that support trump will say he won the people that support biden will say he won and that'll be it there's not going to be like an actual winner it'll just be the same echo chamber stuff we always i'm get. hoping it's going to be like a wwe event like steve austin comes out and gives them both a stunner yeah i would like that <laughs> or like uh, biden like short circuits trump goes crazy I don't know, his like teeth fly out or something. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> but I I definitely think that the more lucid one will be Trump. Really? Why do you think that? I I just think he's he's a better like public speaker than mm-hmm. Biden is. See, for me, I, like I think Biden has had a lot of incredibly embarrassing old man gaffes. Mm-hmm. But Whenever it's time to do these debates, it's like he lives for this particular format yes. of politicking. And it's like it's like he, he suddenly becomes so awake and sharp. Like at the last two debates uh, before the primaries ended mm-hmm. against Bernie, like I'm all all in. On, I was all in on Bernie. But, you know, Biden won those debates <laughs> like he was he was he was what people wanted to see uh and uh, really i thought he was like confused as fuck during all of those debates like no, if anything come like kamala I mean, won one of them i feel like it was split between no no no, 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 no kamala was out by then no no, no i'm talking oh, the oh, final okay, debates where it's just the oh, two of them. oh sorry i lost the thread yeah i uh, forget about yeah I, uh, early on when it was like eight of them on stage he absolutely <laughs> did not look well, so early good. on i think i feel like he didn't think he had a chance so he was like sort of checked out and then he was like wait what it's gonna be me all right i better start paying attention yeah. to this shit and then, i don't know <clears throat> started popping the adderalls am i right adderall I'm, might I'm be sure both of them are hopped up on fucking some sort what? of yeah. legal uh, uh methamphetamines legal <laughs> right. adrenochrome Centrum Silver. <laughs> the livers of Asian children. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, and apparently, like, you know, it is, it's very interesting to see all the October surprises everyone's throwing out. Like, there's all these things coming to Trump now with his taxes, uh, like his lack of paying taxes surfacing. Like, you know, that's it. Trump yeah. Uh, obviously, this Alex Skolnick video was paid for by uh, George Soros. <laughs> uh, what were some other things that came out about, like, that he, like, said racist things? You know, all these things that uh, almost like repeats of four years ago that did nothing to impact him. And what the game plan for Trump is to say that, like, Biden is hopped up on drugs. And, like, the big story today is that 
they wanted Biden to be checked for an earpiece because obviously he's not cognizant enough to like hang out for a whole 90 minute debate. So they think someone's feeding him lines. And and like the story is that like Biden's team refused to agree to check if there's an earpiece. And like, why is why is Biden avoiding this? What's going on? And it's, it's it's I'm already fatigued by it. It's like a it's like a UFC match when they walk down and then there's like the referee that like tap like checks, them, checks yeah. their their wrist, make sure there's no like blades in there. Checks their <laughs> mouth. Does the ref bar. ever find anything? It really is like a wrestling match. Puts well, no, because then they, I think I think they would be disqualified if you found something. Okay, right. but has that ever happened no. in a UFC match? Maybe it did like in the olden days, but yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't heard anything of late. Um, but yeah, so maybe it'll happen I'll, tonight, Sid. No, hopefully, it Joe all Biden will get caught with America. brass knuckles. <laughs> see what goes on, Rob. I love your background, it makes you look like you have like late 80s hip hop flat top hair. <laughs> it's amazing. My name it's is like Rob. Kid and Play. Yeah, that's right. You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Now, they say Trump should be punished for his crimes. They should make him listen to my jazz album 57 times. Come on. <laughs> Trump sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> One thing, when me and Rob were talking about the song before the show started, I told him, I was like, if you had told me that the end result of a four-year Trump term was that song, I myself would have voted for Trump. It would have been all worth it for this song. So... So you, Having Trump in the White House is like a damn rash. Here's your receipt, and thank you for shopping at Sam Ash. <laughs> oh my, how are you coming up with this? I wrote that last one. <laughs> wow, I thought you were like channeling Alex. The other ones were ad lib. That one I got an idea, but I had to formulate it, so I wrote it down. If you was channeling Alex, the audio wouldn't be in sync. Well, I do want to mention, of course, you know, Testament Thrash Legends from the Bay Area. Another group of Bay Area thrash legends, Heathen, have returned for their first album in 10 years. The new album features members of the almighty Exodus, Heathen, and their new album, Empire of the Blind, can be ordered right now on CD, colored vinyl, and cassette over at NuclearBlast.com. Noah, do you still have your cassette player? No, I got rid of a lot of shit. <laughs> Check out Empire of the Blind wherever you stream wherever you stream the music. <laughs> wherever you stream music. Heathen. Empire of the Blind. Check it out. Nuclearblast.com. Why did you think that I had a cassette player? Why'd you put uh, me on the spot like that? You know what it was? I cause Cause I uh, look like a like a black metal like Finnish guy. I feel like so. I look like I'm in dark tranquility today. <laughs> Finish the correlation it. was because you have kind of an old car, but then I realized, like, well, even like old cars now don't even have CD. Like old, like you has to be like a really old car to have. You know, how, it, how like, dare you? Old cars now came out uh, without uh, without tape decks, which is kind of wild to me. That's how long it's been. Yes. Like twenty year old cars don't have tape decks in them because my car a uh, tape what? Tape deck. <laughs> tape deck. D-E-C-K, Noah. <laughs> what year is your car? Uh, I don't know. Like 2005, I think. You know. Yeah. Come on, admit it. No, I I think, it's, I think it's a 2005. It has a CD player, but um, whoever but sold it to me, like, got their CD stuck in there, and it has it's never worked. 
Oh, do you know what CD it is that's stuck in there? I have no idea, but so it doesn't one day play? I'll find out. No, it doesn't play. Oh. It's just stuck in there. I bet it's Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's like Alex Skolnick's like original rap CD from like the 80s. <laughs> well, <laughs> one day Noah turns on our car and it just blasts out, what would you say? <laughs> he jumps out the window. Oh, kills the resale value. <laughs> or increases it. Yeah, no, nope. an extra nine ninety nine. <laughs> what are you fucking Columbia House Noah? <laughs> I mean that CD. It, like the, my car is that old that it may have come from Columbia House. The car itself came from Columbia House <laughs> <laughs> for, for ninety five cents. You put one penny uh, under the muffler. And they sent you a car. Twelve albums and a car for one penny. <laughs> <laughs> but then you got to buy fourteen cars over the next year. That's how they get you. Yeah. You just have your mom call and say that you didn't place the order. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Works. So uh, moving on to another thrash band or a band that used to be thrash Metallica. Lars Ulrich was recently asked to name his least favorite uh, Metallica song. Uh, but obviously not including Lulu. So of, of the studio albums, so many songs to pick from that were a bit of a miss. I don't, I don't know that he is excluding Lulu. I mean, he may just think that's great. No, that was the question. It was like, oh, was including it? Oh. Lulu, just Lulu. <laughs> Lulu. <laughs> that's a more appropriate name for that album. Yeah. Uh, which, so I was surprised he picked a song off of And Justice for All. Uh-huh. And the so and justice for all, not and and justice okay. for all. Uh, the song is "Eye of the Beholder," which I was just like, "Oh, really?" That's a good song. So he says, "Whenever I hear that song, it sounds kind of like I guess we don't want to be super disrespectful to it, but it sounds really forced. It sounds like you put a square peg in a round hole. It sounds like it's two different tempos." There's kind of a 4-4 feel in the intro and on the verses, and then I think the choruses are more like in a waltz tempo. It really sounds like two different worlds rubbing up against each other. It sounds very awkward to me. I'm not a huge fan of the song. So what we're learning here is Lars Ulrich doesn't remember his own songs or the tempos that are involved. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it always okay. the same tempo, though? <laughs> no, Justice is actually in all these weird time signatures. Yeah. Uh, which is rare for Metallica. Like the other albums are pretty straightforward, like you said, but Justice is all over the place. That's probably why it's his least favorite because it's the hardest for him to play. Well, that's, that's funny. Really that he, there's, a, there's another part to the interview where he kind of talks about uh, basically that, that they went, there are some songs that they never played uh, and and the, uh, uh, like the Freight Ends of Sanity. Mm -hmm. uh but then they ended up playing it because fans voted for it. And he didn't know anything about time signatures. We didn't know anything about counting. We just did what played good. It was almost math-like. And then, you know, here I am 20 years later trying to relearn the song. And what the hell was I thinking was his, <laughs> was his thought. But uh, my the most shocking thing. So, first of all, on that, it's kind of bullshit. Because, like, any song on St. Anger is worse than I of the Beholder. Right. But I, but I guess for him... 
he liked saying <laughs> like he's still closer to that yeah. music than he is to the music on injustice for all so it's I like his what... like the rawest version of him well elsewhere in the interview he was asked uh what the band's most underrated record was <laughs> and uh did he say the Black Album? Well, he goes, the counter question to that would be by whom? <laughs> oh. uh, he says it's hard for him to separate the record from the process and time of making the record. Uh, he just is itching to say St. Anger, though. So he's saying, I, was, I can't listen to these records without putting myself in the spaces I was in. What were we doing? What were the moods? But if the most underrated records, i.e. the least appreciated records, I would say they are 96's Load and Reload, <laughs> then I would say I'm fine with that because I think those are pretty decent records. When I hear songs from either of those records, I'm pretty happy with what I hear. So that means that if the other stuff sits north of that, then that's a good bar to have. I'm okay with that. And I think the longer answer is I'm pretty much okay with anything and any way people rate any of the things that we've done. He says, St. Anger maybe is more of a polarizing record. Some people had a hard time with the sound, the brutality of that record. And I, like, so here's what I'm thinking. Like here, he, when he says the brutality of that record, does he mean in the metal sense of like, that's brutal or does he mean in the art sense of brutalism <laughs> of something so ugly that it is art? I don't think he means it that way, though it's possible since he is a noted art collector. Right? Like, like, but I don't think he means it that way. Because he would have said brutalism. Is St. Anger, anger any more brutal? Like, is like the sonically it's brutal because it's brutal to listen to it's that punishing. shitty snare. Yeah, it's punishing. <laughs> But right. like in the in the metal adjective sense, it doesn't like they have like Master of Puppets is far more brutal than Saint Anger. Well, he does. It definitely doesn't mean it in the metal sense. I don't think that's even in his parlance. You know, his right. Like, that's why his, I think it's more. He means like brutalism. Like I think art. he. Yeah, I think he means that like they intentionally made it sound that way, which to us is bad uh, and yeah. raw and unproduced and shitty, and that's what he's calling brutal. But he means it as a compliment, which most people do, wouldn't yeah. paint it as. Yeah. So, and then he kind of starts ranting. If you kind of have to put them all into a soundbite, Justice is the album without bass on it. Saint Anger, the album without snare. All the stuff, I'm very okay with any of that. Uh, I'm proud of the fact that if nothing else, all these records represent vision of the moment. <laughs> I think the real answer here is why do I give a f these albums are rated? I'm really fucking rich. <laughs> that's it like they're rated i'm a millionaire what's that's, okay later he goes generally i don't spend a lot of time being analytical i'm much more interested in what's calming and i'm more interested in the next record or what the possibility for the future is which is like granted it's not like he's bringing this up someone asked him this but he's right. being pretty analytical for someone who's not spending time being analytical i just wonder like how many times can he answer this freaking question mm -hmm. who what else are you gonna ask him out <laughs> I don't know. Just like talk about something else. Talk about, I don't know. Well, what else is interesting about Lars Ulrich except him being in Metallica? Like, what TV has he been watching lately? Yeah, I mean, that. What do you like to eat? That I really don't give a fuck about. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, he's specifically promoting their new SM album. So he wants to talk about music. He wants to talk. And the album is about them playing stuff from their, you know, 
Oh, I'm sure he wants to talk about it. I just don't give a fuck about hearing him. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, I mean, we give a fuck in that we can mock him. Yes. Yes. I mean, me outside the show. Yeah. As comedy material. Yes. I, yeah. I appreciate it. But other you're not than like that, on I'm... your own time opening these articles and reading <laughs> no. through. No, sir. Kindly not. <laughs> I could. Rob, give... when are we having Lars on the show? Uh, next week. Oh, he's going to come to promote the album on our show. We could ask him about ranking his awesome. album. I just want to know what he's eating. Uh, I do want to quickly mention, you know, we were all about safety here. And uh, if you're about safety and you need yourself a nice new cotton mask, pick up a live gas mask. We have so many nice masks. Let me get, let me get that on the screen for us here. So I could show our patrons all of our nice masks and uh the masks are either eight dollars for a basic one or twelve dollars for the fancier one which i would recommend that's the sale price right oh yeah they're on sale right now what's so fancy about the fancy one uh there's like it's it's more layered and mm. uh, bigger it's nice i i would i would say spring for the nicer one but and it's cinnamon scented that's not true but we have no. all these designs my favorite design is over it then you can yeah it's a good one so shoulder to shoulder you could do a hashtag r.i.p legend you could have my face on your mask or sal the jerk off barber uh or or any of these designs all you could have a wales australia mask if you want. it'd be weird to have an r.i.p legend face mask <laughs> it would but it would work you can get all of these at metalinjection.net slash livecastmerch. When you get there, you're going to hit this page. Just wait, do we have the I poop so much as a mask? Yeah. I think, oh, wait, oh. no? Maybe not. Uh, no, I, I think it might not have, uh, it might, something it might not have fit, but mm. we can work on it. I'm so, not going to wear a mask. But then. you can wear a sit's oh, face on your, on, your, mm. on your face. So that's nice. Soda Lisa? Sona Lisa? <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to to work this out with the uh, with the uh, t-shirt uh, website where we can have the lyrics to all of uh, Alex Skolnick's Trump uh, Trump songs <laughs> on a mask. Oh my God! Trump sucks. Trump sucks. Uh, also, uh, I want to mention, please, if you listen to us in podcast apps, give us a nice little rating. Give us a little five star rating. It, it would very much help us. Uh, so and and we're giving you all this free content. Give us something back. Give us a five star rating. Is that too much to ask for? Come on, come on. Yeah. Do the, it. The emolument clause is really bad. <laughs> Give us five stars, or we'll be sad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> Donald Trump launched space for us to go to Mars. Screw all that shit. Just rate us five stars. Whoa. All right. Drop so. So, uh, also, you know, another little piece of content that we provide every week, it, we, we launched a Spotify playlist to replace what used to be our music break. We're trying not to play as much copyrighted material on the actual show. Uh, and that includes full length songs, but you know, a lot of longtime live cast stars have mentioned how they used to enjoy the music breaks in, in the archived episodes, and they've discovered a bunch of songs through that. So every week, each one of us pick a song, we add it to the playlist. It's embedded in, in the episode page. You can find it on Spotify. You can follow it on Spotify. Uh, what do we got this week? <clears throat> we got, I picked a song from Deftones from the new album. 
ohms. Uh, it's very nice. The song is Error. It's very heavy. And if you like the Deftones, I recommend the new album. It's very good. It's a good listen. Who picked Betty Davis? Who picked Betty Me. Davis? You're a fan of hers, Rob? Uh, I don't know. I, this I isn't really the actress. Know. No, this is a, it's B-E-T-T-Y, not E. She's a soul slash funk slash very Ooh. rock, rock tinged, like proto prince. What are you doing? What happened there? I was trying to play a little. Uh, Neither of those were Alex home. Skolnick. <laughs> yeah. And she's sort of, uh, yeah, you can hear like. Like princeish, uh, inf- well, not in- before, but- and she's also very uh, in the spirit of like wow, she's very sexually bold and aggressive. Uh, the songs are about sexual liberation and stuff. Nice. This song's Sid- called "Game Is My Middle Name." Uh, Sid picked little butthole surfers, some like, classic sledgy alt rock. I was just thinking about their album titles the other day, so they were in my head. Still, my favorite album title of all time is Hairway to Steven. (laughs) The song that I picked is not from that album, but oh, what a great album title. And Noah, you picked Angra. Yes. Which you. Wait. I picked the song Carry On by Angra. Is that a cover of a. Is it a cover of uh, Carry On Your Wayward Son by Kansas? No. Oh. It's, um, no, it's, it's a really good song. It ha- I mean, I guess I'd be curious to know what you think. Like, do you guys know what anger sounds like, the vocals? No. Yeah, sort of. I mean, I listened to that one song 40. you sent before the show. Yeah, that was Carry On. It's like Evanescence? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, Rob, can you can you play some of it? Yeah, I, I okay. like where the vocals are. Sure, one sec. There we go. Sounds like a, a Rocky Mountain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I like it. I love it. I, I like that kind of thing. I know that I may, I may be in a minority here, but so when the is guy that from when this album is like from the nineties, okay, like early nineties, ninety-seven, and oh, late nineties, and the I didn't realize this, but the singer who left the band uh i think in like early 2000s or something he died last year retroactive life cast curse yeah i guess no i don't what think did he die of a heart attack oh damn is. Hmm. so sad because he definitely has a very unique voice in power metal rest in peace r.i.p a legend <laughs> what was his name uh, Andre Matos, I think. Where are they from? Hashtag R.I.P. A legend. Brazil. <laughs> Interesting. And the guitarist in this band, Kiko Lorielo, is in Megadeth now. What? 
Mm-hmm. Do you only like Brazilian things now, Noah? I, I don't. I, <laughs> I do like a lot of Brazilian things, weirdly enough. You have to go know. on a trip there at some point when oh, the man, apocalypse I'd love is to. over. I'd love to, but not anytime yeah. soon. Go to Carnival. Have your whole ass out just walking down the streets with your ass out. <laughs> That's what they would say to Noah when she landed. <laughs> Turn right around. I am going on a trip soon, but what? like only national parks. I don't think I talked about it on the show. Tell us more. Actually, on a plane? Like in two days. I'm going to Colorado. And then uh, my boyfriend and I are renting a car and we're going to New Mexico. And we're going to go to like Zion National Park in Utah. Why has it got to be Zion Park? That's what it's called. <laughs> Get a t-shirt to- that says I'm a Zionist. <laughs> and we're going to go to Canyonlands and What's Arches that? National Park. It's just parks in Utah. Are you going to go to Park City, Utah? No. I'm not going to any cities. <laughs> Where in New Mexico are you going? Uh a city called Taos. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Are you going to be the art uh, collective? Sorry, go ahead there. No, what? The, the art collective. Uh, that's that's what Taos is, right? It's like a like an art community. Yeah, it's very artsy. I don't know. I don't Crystals. know much about it. Are you going to be turning off your phone? Uh, well, you're going to be disconnecting, unplugging from society for this, avoiding, uh, or, or really be checking in. No, I'll have my phone as long as I have reception and uh, and battery. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon, which I've never been to, so I'm really excited. Very nice. Well, uh, 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 the reason I ask is because I, I ended up watching that documentary you recommended last <gasps> week, The Social Dilemma, uh, and I have yes. some thoughts. Use oh your microphone God. voice, Rob. <clears throat> so I watched it, and I had to watch it in two parts because <laughs> uh, there are parts of it that kind of annoyed me. But here, Like I what, the say, acting? Um, yeah, I didn't like the narrative stuff. I didn't like that they created like a dramatization of, uh, but uh, first let me say what I did like about it. There was a bunch of stuff I liked about it. The kerning? Um, That's it. uh, That's it. That's the kerning. Uh, What I liked about it is they did a good job explaining to the layperson uh, uh, what like the situation is with like social media algorithms and how uh, they can lead to trouble and how uh, it could be bad for you. That I liked. But then at the same token, I think it made it a little too, they tried to make it a little too simplified. Uh, and, And like, so for example, so the movie, it's a documentary and they have all these people that used to be executives at Facebook and all these uh, Twitter. The guy who invented the like button is one of the people interviewed. And all of these people are now evangelists against social media addiction. And so they are talking about all these things. Then there is a dramatization. There is a narrative part of this documentary, which kind of plays out what they're talking about. And this is where the, the documentary lost me virtually every time because I was very engaged when they had, when they were talking about like the psychological effects and all that stuff. Like I was, I was into that. And I actually looked up the Facebook guy. I've read all of his, I read all the articles that he wrote that actually led to this documentary. So it's something that I've Tristan Harris or whatever his name is. Yeah. Tristan Harris. Exactly. Uh, 
Uh, it's something I've been researching for years now, and it like really piqued my interest during the 2016 election. I feel it's stuff we've talked about plenty of times on the show, just how fake narratives can become the believed narrative, and it's a big problem. But so they have, they essentially have this fictional family and they kind of show how social media addiction can run rampant through all of them. Uh, and then there is a visual representation of the algorithm, which is, which is Pete Campbell from Mad Men in a room playing the algorithm like let's show him this ad let's show him let's show him a sports thing oh <sighs> oh he hasn't logged on in four days let's show him something from his ex girl and like that's where it totally lost me because the algorithm doesn't have a personality the algorithm it's a robot it's a machine programmed you know like i mean i'm getting into the, the woods of like nerdiness but it just killed it for me and it was like this is too silly i can't take this seriously uh now moving back they blame, they're like these internet companies, their entire purpose is to feed you stuff, to stay on the app. They want you to stay. They're going to show you the thing that you're most engaged in to stay on the app. And they're the, well, they turn you into the product, right? You, you are the product. There was one line in here that is something I haven't heard before, where it's like, what, what is Facebook selling? What is, what are these social media companies selling? They're, you know, they're not selling advertising. They're selling you to the advertiser, but they're not selling you. They're selling specifically your small changes in behavior. And they want to influence your small changes in behavior uh, to, to make more money because the influence is the ads that you click on and engage with. And the problem here is though, they're like, they paint the bad person the evil as the, the internet is what's evil. Like they have this brooding music, they have all of this stuff. And at no point, you know, like they're talking about, there are people that are in, well, you know what? Let me pull up a quick, two quick clips. I want to pull up from this movie. <laughs> One of them is it blew my mind. The unintentional comedy farceness of like, this person has talked about, uh, you know, what a big problem this is for years. And then they showed what that person looked like. It's the MySpace guy. It's not Tom. No. Oh. He's in my top eight. <laughs> He's in my top 35. Uh, I'm bang. <laughs> well, okay, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let me just share this. And... Oh no! It's wrecking. Oh. Okay, I know how much it's wrecking our lives. Please welcome author of Ten Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media Accounts. I want to read right this book. now, uh -huh. Jaron Lanier. <laughs> oh no! Companies like Google and Facebook are some of the wealthiest and most successful of all time. Uh, he they reminds have me of like the employees. a Futurama character. They he reminds me of Comic Book Guy. He's the comic book guy of social media. He's no, like because his intentions aren't mean like comic book guy. <laughs> it's mean to the to the social networks. He looks like if Bruce Valanche was the lead singer of the Jesus Lizard. Yes, <laughs> I, I was definitely getting Bruce Valanche vibes. She's and then also fight. this woman, this woman, I'm sure she's very smart, but really needs to take it down a notch. Here uh -oh. we go. It's slight. If you can go to somebody and you say, give me $10 million and I will change the world 1% in the direction you want it to change, 
It's the world that can be incredible, and that's worth a lot of money. This one. Oh no! This is what every. Shoshana. No, say her name, Rob. Shoshana Zuboff. Zubaz. Describe her hair. Ash Zuboff. <laughs> Wait, describe her. She looks like uh, if Mindy Mayer grew up to be a Harvard professor. Harvard Business School. Before. It looks like she has Peggy Bundy hair with like a Corella Deville stripe in yeah. it. Oh, that's a great description. Joan Rivers with Corella Deville hair. How you think? Yes. Who you are? It's a gradual change. Judith it's Light after being in a dryer if you can for two go to hours. Somebody, you <laughs> Ten million dollars, and I will change the world one percent in the direction you want it to change. Sorry. It's the no, world that bad. can be incredible, and that's worth a lot of money. They just, for some reason, this is what have to show her sitting down. I don't know why. Business has always dreamt of to have a guarantee that if it places an ad, it will be successful. You know what she That's looks like? Their business. Who? She looks like if Joy Behar and Alex Skolnick had a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's what yeah. I'm seeing. Sure. They sell That's certainty. All. That's funny. In order to be successful in that business, you have to have great predictions. Great predictions begin with one imperative. You need a lot of data. Many people called. Oh, hold on. Uh, so basically, let me find that other part where she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, the thing that kind of bothered me also with these evangelists they all admitted we knew what we were doing this whole time. We knew what we were yes, doing, and now it's course. had a terrible effect. They're trying to so, redeem themselves, but they're, well, go they're fuck the cause yourself. of this. Like, how yes. are they really trying to redeem? Like, that's what kind of bothers me is like all of these. Like, they show all this footage of this Tristan guy, all these other evangelists. They're giving huge speeches. They're give, they're at these co big conferences, and you know what? Happened? They don't just go out of the goodness of their heart. Their new job. First, first, they created Facebook. They created the social media that ruined society. Then they're like, oh, shit, I've ruined society. I'm going to go. I'm going to quit. My, I can't do this. I don't feel uh, right working at Facebook anymore. I'm quitting. Now I'm going to have a new job where I'm an evangelist against Facebook, and I'm going to make seven, eight figures telling everyone what a terrible thing I did. Wasn't that like a yourself. plot line in one of the last seasons of Silicon Valley? I'm pretty sure that happened on that show. It's such bullshit. Like, like if they feel bad, like the day, like they're saying, you know, all these social media leads to higher suicide rates, leads to all this depression. Have they donated all the money they made from Facebook stocks to suicide prevention? You no. Tell them, Rob. Go fuck yourself. Like this is this is these people. Like that's what really bothered me is like these people are the same as like Michael Cohen. Like I did all this illegal shit. Now I feel bad about it. Let me tell you about all this stupid shit I'm doing and profit off of it. Fuck you. And the thing is, they never. So here's my ultimate point. They never mention capitalism once. The evil is not the internet. The evil is these are corporations that need to make money, and the only way to make money is to ramp up this dissension. The, the, like there is good in the internet. It's not just e the evil is having to be profitable. Yeah, the internet was great. Like around 1997, it was fantastic before these companies got their hooks into it. Yeah, well, it's not just before the. It's before like there's all these investment firms and all this big money in it that yeah. essentially kind of made it not fun, and it just had to be profitable. You know, uh, so okay, maybe this is the part. Let me just play it a little. Here we go. Here we go. Lab rat. 
you are a lab rat. We're all lab rats. And it's not like we're lab rats for developing a cure for cancer. It's not like they're trying to benefit us, right? We're just zombies and they want us to look at more ads so they can make more money. Facebook conducted oh, no. what they called massive scale contagion experiments. Okay. How do we use- Okay, so that I know all of, I've read all about this and she really makes this sound like the most evil thing. And listen to the music they play, like the scene that they set up. Subliminal cues on the Facebook pages to get more people to go vote in the midterm elections. And they discovered that they were able to do that. One thing they concluded is that we now know we can affect real world behavior and emotions without ever triggering the user's awareness. They are completely clueless. How is that different than a supermarket that puts the most expensive thing at eye level? You know, they're affecting your, your, your purchasing. This is because any- it keeps showing it to you. Like that, that thing is not following you around the supermarket. But you, go, you they, go into a supermarket, you go into an app, you choose to visit this app. It's the same thing. Right. It's, it's also marketing. The, and also the supermarket would do that if they could make the Cheerios fly around and follow <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. They absolutely <laughs> would. It's capitalism. They just don't have that's the, the capability. issue. Well, it's uh, also laws and like, you know, the, the fact that companies can do that. Like There's not enough regulation. Commission. I think another, yes, I agree. Here's like, I ultimately agree with what they're talking about. I think just the way they present it is kind of like, all right, relax. You know, I agree. There's the, the big problem. What is relax. The people, people making the, uh, people making the laws don't understand the internet. They're all old thought. Like Donald Trump doesn't understand how fucking Facebook works. Joe Biden doesn't understand what ad retargeting is. You know, a didn't lot they of the, say something like say the Obama administration, like didn't Obama have something to do with it? Like he opened up the internet to companies like that. I think they cited something in the documentary. Mm, no, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. But uh, I mean, there's t- tons of deregulation that, that led to it. So they finally get like, uh, it was like, I, I, like I said, I had to turn it off at some point because I like, it was getting me so mad that they were blaming things on the internet and not on capitalism. But they finally, at the very end, after over an hour and 20 minutes, explained that like, oh, the reason this is happening is because these companies need to up their profits. Like they won't say capitalism, but they'll very much talk around it. So here's the part. And then this is the last. A lot of what we're saying sounds like it's just this one-sided Doom and this gloom. is that guy like, Tristan Harris. Oh my God! Technology is just Speaking. ruining the world, and it's ruining yeah, one kids. Of the founders and it's of like no, We're not founders, but like the <laughs> it's confusing because it's simultaneous utopia, simultaneous and dystopia. Like I can hit a button on my phone, and a car shows up in thirty seconds, and I can go exactly where I need to go. That is magic. That's amazing. Thirty seconds. What apps he using? We yeah, like our entire motivation was: can we spread positivity and love in the world? The idea that yeah, right. fast forward to today and teens would be getting this is the inventor of the like likes, or that it could be leading to political polarization was nowhere on our radar. I don't think these guys set out to be evil. It's just the business model. I agree with problem. Them. It's you the business shut down model. The service and destroy whatever it is twenty billion dollars of shareholder value and get sued and. But you can't in practice okay. put the genie back in the bottle. You can't. You can make some tweaks, but at the end of the day, 
you've got to grow revenue and usage quarter over quarter. It's why that's where it's wrong. The bigger it gets, right. the harder it is for anyone to change. The bigger it gets, the harder it is. No, my issue is uh, that you can put the genie back in the bottle by making these enterprises not be for profit. You can take Facebook mm-hmm. and nationalize it and say, this is uh, a public utility now. Yeah. And you know, they can't profit from it. And then all of a sudden, all of the things that you're complaining about go away from Facebook. And just using them as an example, I mean, every single other social media platform too. And then it's not toxic anymore. What's the problem? Well, the lack of privacy, the privacy concerns, if it's a government run thing or they spy on your messages. Right. So I mean, they're doing that anyway now. (laughs) Yeah, doing it anyway. We can, if we're we're doing this like utopian solution thing anyway, we can also say we can have a government oversight, like independent third party uh, company come in and make sure they're not, the government isn't spying on anybody, but they're spying on us now anyway. So what, yeah, what, what, tra- what are, we're going from point A to point A, if that's the case anyway, at least we, the, the toxicity is removed from the situation in that sense. I mean, it's a step forward. By a business model, an economic incentive and shareholder pressure that makes it almost impossible to do something else. I think we need to accept that it's okay for companies to be focused on making money. What's not okay is when there's no regulation, no rules, and no competition, and the companies are acting as sort of de facto governments, and then they're saying, well, we can regulate ourselves. I mean, that's just a lie. That's just ridiculous. The cause of this problem is okay, but the naturally occurring consequence of this problem is really bad. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of run the world. So any solution to this problem has to realign the financial incentives. Okay, you, you guys get it. Uh, the best part of the film, I think, was the end credits where they all give you tips on how to avoid being sucked in. And I think it should have been more, more of that kind of stuff. Like what? Is, uh, turn, off your, turn off all notifications, uh, delete any apps that you don't need, that you don't, like, don't bring you joy. Have fewer you know, friends. Have fewer friends, uh, you know, put down Works your phone. Works for me. Set up set up time limits for apps that you. We didn't get a watch. Hmm? I'm gonna get a watch, like an actual like wrist watch, so mm-hmm. I I don't have to like take my phone to check the time. Oh, like an Apple Watch? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> you get notifications on it. It's very useful. It's like no. you don't even have to check your phone for the notifications. It'll come to your wrist. It's very, like mine says my my battery level is low. I need to charge my phone. See. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's the thing. Fuck those people. Fuck the careers that they make ev- evangelizing the shitty situations that they put us into. And also uh, screw these social media companies. But I don't like, again, I don't think our what they're Facebook doing is address, it, Rob? What's a, our Facebook address is facebook.com slash metal injection livecast. Twitter's funny is after we're also the, on Instagram. After, we're also on Instagram, which is owned by <laughs> Facebook. Um, Are we on Petfinder? We are not on that. <laughs> I tried on to that, find Rob. some of these guys on. Uh, on are we on Pet media? Grinder? Oh no! We is that an official Grinder profile? Is that the hookup app for gay pets, or is that where you could turn your pet into sausage? Both. There's oh. dual functionality. Yeah. Well, I, I tried to find this Jaron Lanyer because, like, you know, he's so I, smart. I thought he was like, like just the way he was saying everything was very intelligent. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. I'm not going to say... Is that the dreadlock one? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, Bruce Valanche. Yeah, uh, listen, I can't, like, you, if, if you're that smart, you should have enough self-awareness to not look like that. I can't, res- I can't trust <laughs> you it. Know, He's trying to break there. stereotype by, no. you know, everyone. By appropriating uh, another culture's hairstyle? Well, on yes. some, I, I, do, I do agree with you on some level, Sid. Uh, it, it's a little hard to take him seriously with how he uh, physically presents himself, even though that shouldn't matter. I want to point out. So uh, what was the other guy? Tristan, what's his name? Harris. There he is. So, you know, on Google, if you're famous enough, they will put your official profiles, right? You know, uh, Mm. you've got a Twitter, Facebook, whatever. This whole movie is about how you need to delete your social media. So you'll notice Jaron, he doesn't have those links. Because he doesn't uh, have social media, he practices what he preaches. Uh, those and then things- I found his homepage, and you know, oh, no. I, I want to point out. He says Jaron has no social media accounts, and all and all purported ones are fake. Uh, but for a guy who is all about being tech savvy and all yeah. about the internet, how is it that his webpage looks like it's from GeoCities in 1996? Like he has fucking knife, like these frames. Because he's not playing into those archetypes, Rob. <laughs> and like, I mean, there's no. And so this is the photo you choose. Ooh, like, <sighs> come on, a little presentation here. It's like he's if you put Michael clarinet. Moore in the broiler. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! But I am curious about the books. Wait, so are are those links to purchase the books, or is it it just text? There is no link to purchase the book because really? I'm assuming he doesn't want to link to Amazon because then that will right. affect your algorithm and give you different recommendations. So link to bookshop.org. There's other websites. There link is to your publisher. Uh, oh, here we go. He links to the publisher. When you go to search robertpazabini.com, does it list those social media buttons there <laughs> like that? Let's see. I don't know if I'm officially registered. As Bonnie O. <laughs> Rob spelled his name wrong. Yeah, Rob, it's P-A-S-A-B-E-E-N-Y. <laughs> it looks... Or whatever. Who's that? Wait. What's that first picture in the second row? That's not you. Why what is that one hell? wearing the same shirt you're wearing? Wait, who is that guy? What? What? There's another what? rubber? Whoa, what is no, this? No, this is... I mean, I think this is... Uh, well, these are my tweets, or... These are metal injection tweets. I don't even yeah, know but who Wait, but who's that, that profile picture? I don't know. That's not you. Oh my god! Getting kissed? Am I being? Oh, that's why it's not him. Girl. (laughs) I think it's just this app is terrible. Rob, is that guy's picture used on the page of Definition of Girl by Merriam-Webster? Did I just see that correctly? (laughs) No. So why is that the first result (laughs) for that image? I'm searching for this image. Google assumes. Yes, I get it. That the related search is girl, and then it is showing results for girl. What is that your sister so, in the picture? No, Google just thinks he's a girl. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Wait, go back, go back. Back where? My, Rob had his identity stolen. Yeah. Here? Well, look, there's that? a picture of Wayne Static down there. Wow, With Wayne, Julia? even from beyond the grave, is stealing your identity? <laughs> well, I'm assuming this is a story where they, they credit. Oh, there's the Phil Anselmo Nazi salute. Oh, see. It's the greatest hits. Oh, they're reposting my content here. Oh, Is there the Boobalicious episode of this show? That's, uh, <laughs> that should be the first result. Look at my great haircut. Oh, look, there's your Golden Gods uh, outfit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, this it's, it's number two right here. after the imposter Rob Pazbani. 
Oh, and this is from that uh, terrible <laughs> website. <laughs> I don't want to get you now. Wow. <laughs> Liberal opinion dude and world-renowned anti-mustate, anti-Christian and heterophobic beta male. All those things make you sound cool. It's like yeah. he's your hype man. I, I do want to say, like, I really felt like I arrived and someone, like, <laughs> went great. to a video and, like, paused it at just a certain point. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, let's be fair. There's probably numerous points they could have. Oh, come on. That. Rob, you got AOC'd. That's what they do to her yeah. all the time. Yeah, you're right. I'm honored. Go back to the, what is this third picture where you look like Jason Manzoukas? Oh. This? this? Yeah, you look like a totally different person. I was, was like, also I was one probably of those on my Instagram filters. Oh, and it's definitely an Instagram filter. I mean, like, look at the this photo is from like seven or eight years ago too, but at the peak of my diet as well. The second row, second picture, you look like uh, Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems, sort of. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Except the hair. How about in this photo? Oh no! <laughs> I don't know. You look like you'd sing really <laughs> shitty, sappy songs in that picture. I remember that. Oh. R.I.P. Legend. It's odorous for those listening on the. Yeah. On the, oh my God! Oh my God! Guy Smiley, and it says Robert <laughs> Pesbani. Oh, oh yeah, that was my old uh, avatar. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot. See now it's this. Who's that lady with a baby? That's a kid with a baby. Thirty plus Pesbani profiles on LinkedIn. Said Uncle <laughs> Ginn's daughter. <laughs> and grandchild. Pesbani's apparently a pretty. Uh, Common, like, look, here's another Pazbani. <laughs> it's a pretty common uh, last name, I guess. Careful, it's going to give Sasan. your phone number. Sasan Pazbani. Sasan, like Goya. <laughs> you put Sasan Pazbani on your chicken. Oh. Go up. Gives you that Russian-Iranian flavor. Stop. <laughs> What's the picture with you in the microphone and the guy from Guar, City University of New York? It's the second picture from the top. Oh, what? I'm in a, I'm on, I'm on an oh, fancy Brooklyn College. Oh, look, it's look, me next and to Don Bernie. Lemon and Bernie. Wow, I'm Uncle June from The Sopranos. I had no idea. <laughs> James Franco, Steve Sharippa. The whole Sopranos cast yeah. is in. Steve Sharippa was at the radio station back in the day. What? Really? Like he was a BCR it? member. Yeah. Oh, wait, he was visiting to do a guest? No, no, no. He was a member, like, when he went to Brooklyn College. He was wow. at BCM. Oh, my God, Dennis Prager. Oh, no. Bobby Bacala. We're just looking through old alumnus of our co- Al Sharpton from Brooklyn College. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, Linda Sarsour. I did not know that. Don't hike it. Don't know. Ugh. Great that they're next to each other. Like, could you get <laughs> more different? Wow. I wonder how they how they get this info. So where are you? I don't also, see. Also, like, we dropped out. On this page. Oh, I um, see. There's It's alphabetical or no? It looks like. Reverse. It looks like it. Yeah, it we was to Weinstein L. was in the middle of that, though. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, Let's see. <laughs> it's like all these guys in suits and then well, Rob down. There's a guy that Noah would have dated. There's a guy, giving a, oh, a guy giving a lap dance to Ronald yeah. McDonald right there. What oh. is that? <laughs> That's weird. Where did they get that? Oh, this, maybe this is from LinkedIn. That's where they're pulling this from. Who, that was your job is this? Picture? We probably should tell the audio listeners that yeah. we're scrolling through the Brooklyn College alumni page 
looking for Rob's picture. I've which been is verified. <laughs> oh, I thought this was actually on. Uh, oh, no, this is alum alumnius.net. You're right next to Robert Pellegrino. Oh, these are all Roberts. These are oh, all the man. Roberts. Yes. Oh, my. A lot of Roberts. All right. It's crazy well, what people scrape social media profiles for. Another reason not to have Yeah. Is that in the movie? It, they do encourage you to delete all your social media. But the scraping. Do they talk about scrapes? Just when your balls are stretched out so far that they touch the sidewalk. Well, That's on a different alumni walk, page for Rob. They, they do talk about um, how your your advertising profile is built by scraping all the data they have on you, like in your Facebook profile, what you look at, what you like, what you dislike. It's all used to build your ad profile. Um, so going back to what you said uh, last week, Noah, where you were mm-hmm. like, so what if they have this information? So what? I still feel that way because the point I'm trying to make is they already have most of that information uh, regardless if I submitted, uh, you know, to 23andMe, my DNA info, like all that information on me has been created just because I'm online. I work online. Right. I have a profile. But isn't it like being used to like alter your personality? How? No, it's not. I'm cognizant of it. Like that's, I think the big, it the big matter. thing that they didn't say is that you need to educate yourself on like what is happening to you. And, and when you're being targeted and all that. Uh, and it does matter. But what if you're I know, doing it subliminally, then how do you know? But they don't do it subliminally. Like, that, what, that, like what, The lady with the it? Peggy Bundy hair said subliminal. It's like subconscious. Okay. You don't know it. Yes. And that's why I'm telling you, I think she was the one that was the most hysterical of all of them. Because it's like, relax, lady. Like, it's not like that. No. I mean, she... So well, Rob knows but, better than a Harvard professor. I'm saying, like, what what is a specific example? There's no, they're not. She, what she was citing was, uh, Facebook did a study where they were encouraging people to vote, and they essentially realized that they could affect people's moods. And they uh, did a test where they found that, like, if they they could send more negative content, and people would feel more depressed looking at their feed, and then they could send more positive kind of people uh, would be more positive. So but how do the, they know people are depressed? Uh, they were doing a st- these people opted into the study on like how they feel browsing oh, Facebook. Okay. They weren't telling. They them. look at their kink.com search history. Can I just say so also point, though that on, if you're on, bored enough, if you're okay. bored enough to opt into a study about your Facebook usage, you're probably depressed to begin with. The point I'm making is you could you like I am aware that this is happening that I that Facebook is trying to manipulate you. So you block out the negative stuff. I unfollow people who I don't like like that you know make me feel shitty by the posts that are on their feed i only follow friends that i actually care about uh on twitter for example i'll block shitty ads i'll block shitty advertisers you can control what you see you still have control to avoid the pitfalls and i think that's a part of the uh that's a big part that they didn't include like i work in advertising a big part of my job is advertising so i am aware when i'm so you're part of the problem I'm absolutely part. I'll sure. But like, uh, I'm aware when I'm being advertised to and you and you as a user should be aware, like when you go to a website, Mm -hmm. that website drops a cookie and it Mm. remembers what What uh, items you looked at and it's going to serve you advertising throughout the next few weeks about those items to get you to buy it. Sometimes even if you do buy it, it'll still serve you advertising because it's so bad. So you just have to like avoid those pitfalls, understand what's happening, that you're being targeted, that you're being, your eyeballs are being used 
your behavior is being documented and just work around it. Like there's positives to the internet as well. There's positive uses to all of these outlets to get education from, to communicate and all that stuff. And you could still do that while avoiding the traps. I can honestly say I've never once in my life clicked an ad from a website. I just tell myself yeah. that they all like I'm going to get a like virus Facebook if ads? I click. This. I mean, huh? Even Facebook ads? Never or once. Social media ads? No. I I I've like trained myself to tune them out. This I instantly pick up that it's an ad and I just scroll past it. I look past it. I just get very confused when like I'm talking about something with my friend and then all of a sudden I'm scrolling through Instagram and there's an ad and it's like oh. Didn't I talk to Rachel about like right. knitting? It's a coincidence, Why am I seeing a knitting ad? But or is Rachel is selling your information? <laughs> well, it's What's because up with your Rachel? profile matches someone who would be interested in knitting. All of your interests, all the people that you like and all that stuff. So it's just a coincidence that you happen to talk about knitting and then it happened. They're listening to us, man. <laughs> It's not Are a they downloading the episode? It is a coincidence. I've looked. It's something I've thought about as well, and like I've read research on it. It's a coincidence. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to believe me. I'm telling you, I looked it up. Uh, but you asked Mr. Facebook, "Hey, are you doing this?" And Mr. Facebook, "No, we're not." And you're like, "Oh, thank you, Mr. Facebook." You know what? I will send you the the study because I remember uh, I sent it to somebody else who also was. Uh, I have to back Rob up on this because I know for a fact he spoke to Shoshana Zubaz about this. <laughs> and she confirmed that it's a She was the one that I couldn't take. See- like, of all the people, the Harvard professor was the one. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Just because she's a woman? You it was she's sexist. <laughs> she said, oh, it's a coincidence. Calm down, you fucker. Sounds like <laughs> I'm from Harvard. <laughs> It's <laughs> Harvard with no R's. That's how um, they pronounce it there. Anyway, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. That was a big night. Yeah, gotta make some Let's popcorn. Yeah, Pack watch this, this debate. Ninety minutes. It's gonna be embarrassing. I have. Uh, we can't hear you, Rob. <laughs> now we can hear you. I have a half-eaten slice of pizza. That's Ugh. waiting for me. Pizza for me needs to be devoured in the first 20 minutes after it's produced from the oven. Uh, you don't like leftover? I love cold pizza. Oh, I live. Not cold. I reheat yeah. it. I live for well, cold pizza. Room right. temperature. Cold pizza, out of the question. Get the congealed fat on the... No. Room temperature. Yeah. Reheated mm. pizza, I have eaten like in a pinch when I'm starving and there's nothing there. But it needs to be the crust to me needs to be slightly crunchy. I hate that soggy ass. Oh no! When you if you reheat it enough, it gets yeah, yeah, it's more crunchy. Than I do it in the oven. It's not, it's not the same. It's not in the, the oven. Same. It is if you heat it long enough. Yeah, it's not the same. It needs, it's not uh, it's once different, it's different, but exactly it's still good. the same. It's also in an oven. Okay, in the you motherfuckers eat it then. Why are you all getting it up? You know, we should do put put some of that like uh, cornmeal on the bottom. Put, Too much work. It. Just I'm a I'm an elitist. I'm gonna eat it right out of the oven and that's it. That's um, it's good that way too. I want to read Take some pizza feedback. in any format. I love pizza. Even Betamax. Watch <laughs> Noah now. You're gonna get ads for pizza all over your social media. They're listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next week she's gonna be eating Papa John's all through the episode like it's no big thing. <laughs> this didn't change my behavior at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just better um, ingredients. That's all. 
It's so not the I wanna, it's the journo. <laughs> last week I mentioned how uh, I want to read some hate mail. Okay. Not last week I mentioned I want to read some hate mail, but I want to mention that I want to read some hate mail. And uh, last week I mentioned how I don't like beer because it's bitter and gross. I like fruity beers. And Rob with two Bs mentioned he had a suggestion to me of a mixed fruit cider, which sounds very delicious, mm. uh, from the brand Cop- Copperberg. That's already not beer anymore, so of course it's good. What it's a mean? cider. It's, yeah, a it's cider. slightly different. Oh. Cider's also, not beer. do we know that his name is Rob and not Rubub? Rubub. Rubub. Spelled like Putin. P-U-T-U-N. <laughs> Putun. Anyway, uh, Rob. The Oliver Stone classic from the 80s. <laughs> Putun. Rob also asks, so he sent, you could send us hate mail too. If you know, you have a, uh, uh, an opinion on the social dilemma or ads tracking you, or you wrote a rap song about how much Trump sucks, email us at hate mail at metalinjection.net. Uh, so Rob seriously, Bo- if any of you want to like lip sync some bars of that song and send it to us, we will play whatever you send us guaranteed. We will love you so hard. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Rababa says, how do you guys feel about kosher meat? Specifically your religion. What do you mean our religion? <laughs> I'm an atheist. Uh, how do you guys feel about kosher meat? Specifically your religion, not allowing the animals to be stunned before having their throats slit to prevent more suffering. Should mm. animal welfare supersede religion? Especially as one is a ver- one is very real, I guess animal welfare, and one is clearly a myth. I'm assuming religion. Come on, Raba. I know you have friends in high places. Sort your people out. Can I he get just a- has high friends? That's all. It's not <laughs> high places. Can I get a Rabbi Raba for old time's sake? Rabbi Raba. Rabbi Raba. Rabbi Raba. Uh, I didn't realize, like, I never understood, like, what, uh, what, what meat, how meat is considered a kosher. A guy blesses it, and that's it. No, I thought it was also how the the animal is killed. Well, the point being that the guy will not bless it if it's not, allegedly, if it's not uh, killed or any other number of different methods. Is there, like, a rabbi that goes over, like, every, like, piece of meat? And like, you know, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you. Yes. Or is it like a, like a, like he just walks by a door of like a factory and blesses the door? Well, Noah, it's a big fucking scam and racket because there are rabbis that just farm themselves out with their name that will just, you know, by the process by which you're supposed to do it, they are supposed to go to each piece of meat or whatever. But like what you just described is very common. Like they just say, okay, it's blessed now. Now pay me a whole bunch of money. You just had a sticker with a kashrut. Right, what, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Kashrut. So, Wasn't that uh, the guy on, uh, on The Office? Dwight Kashrut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, for me. It wasn't. That was a joke. So <laughs> He's <laughs> Googling it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, Dwight Kashrut. Never heard of Look him. Look at this bear. <laughs> Wait, Rob, turn your head back around. Look at He's so sitting square. right there. Uh, kosher slaughter involves cutting the throat in a matter that induces rapid, complete bleeding and the quickest death as possible. There are two kinds of kosher slaughter, glat and non-glat. 
Only the latter is post-slaughter. Only in the latter is post-slaughter stunning practice. This is not accepted by the mainstream Orthodox community and is relegated to blood splash. The most important requirements of kosher slaughter are the slaughter should be performed by a specifically tra trained person known as a shoshet and the uh, the knife, the shoshet, shoshur, shoshusets. I'm just picturing uh, Steve Austin stunning a cow now. It's delightful. <laughs> the knife needs to be 16 inches for cattle and 12 inches for sheep. Mm. And Which one are you, Rob? Razor sharp. The knife should be inspected by the shoshet for sharpness and damage before every animal is slaughtered. A blessing should be given before entering the kill floor. Oh, okay. So they bless the animals while they're alive. The esophagus, trachea, jugular veins, and uh, car car carotid arteries. Carotid. 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 Oh, I've never seen that written down. Uh, carotid arteries should never, should be cut without damaging the spinal marrow. And the brain should be, uh, the blood should be totally drained. So that's, that seems intense. Um, I mean, uh, should animal welfare supersede religion? No. I mean, animal welfare really shouldn't supersede our desires to eat it either, but here we are. Wait, no. You, you, I think you're saying that it should supersede. It should. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it should. Yes. Fuck animals. Yeah. But I guess it's not that much different than like what happens in um, yeah, factory farming. So it's all unethical. Uh, and we well, got what's well, go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say what's different is that it's it's not the process so much as convincing a bunch of people that a man standing over food and blessing it makes it okay to eat. That's what makes it different, and that's what makes it shitty. All right, yeah, sorry. but I mean, like in factory farming, there is you know like like bad practices towards like cruel practices towards animals. I understand. That. I'm saying like, but the point is. Like bad practices are bad practices, but this is an example of the supposed good practices also shitty because it's just brainwashing people. That was my point. So uh, we also got some audio voicemails. Ooh. Um, you can always mess mail uh, email us a voice memo, recording with your phone, or use our SpeakPipe widget. So here, here's Kyle. Kyle, Rob, is, is it, are you hearing it? Because I don't hear it. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Let me try it again. All right. There we go. Three, two, one. Hi, Livecast. This is Kyle. I just wanted to leave a message asking about your friend Mark B. Uh, I could swear to Hashem that I've seen him on Tosh.0 before because when you played his clips on your show for the first time, like I already had an image of what he looked like. He had, doesn't he have like kind of scraggly, like salt and pepper kind of hair? No. And he's like a heavy set guy. And I think yes. he might have a lazy eye. Maybe. Uh, I'm not trying to be insulting. I'm just trying to describe what I believe I remember seeing. Uh, and that's all. I was just wondering right. if maybe you'd, have, you'd ever seen that before. I feel like you might've mentioned it if you had though. Uh, and one other thing I wanted to make a request, I'm probably not in the minority on this, but 
can you please, for the love of God, stop playing that terrible, awful Hulk Hogan song at the end of every show? Because I used to really enjoy imagining you guys dancing to much catchier numbers like CC Peniston's Finally or uh, Conga by Miami Sound Machine, you know, things like that. Um, you, you guys actually introduced me to a lot of great music, um, ending your shows with random songs all the time, but I don't know if you stopped doing that for legal reasons or what. Just, uh, yes, yes. Just Mostly one yes. man's opinion. Anyway, we have a did, great show tonight. We did stop doing that because the, our shows will get copyright flagged. Yeah. But I am extremely over that song. I have to side with the, with the, that voicemail. I just hate Hulk Hogan's nasal i mean it was funny it's funny in the beginning i didn't even know that like was the, hulk hogan singing i thought what? It was i just hate him so much yeah uh we also have this one from croc destroyer from a few weeks ago we may have played this but i don't think we did hey what's up live cast crew this is a uh, croc destroyer aka jack i was the um uh, i i'm a week behind in episodes but i was the one that left the uh comment on noah's question about underwear on the facebook post a few weeks ago that was on a date and you guys asked me to follow up so here i am uh actually wait can we what's the context he shit himself while he was on a date he like went to the bathroom let's each say one sentence of what happened (laughs) (laughs) that's all i remember okay he went and discarded the the poop stained uh, underwear in the bathroom, I believe, and came back commando. Oh yes, his yeah, date was date. like, "Wow, that took a while." Oh my god, I'm so sad that we didn't play this sooner. <laughs> this is a very, very important follow up. I ended up marrying that girl. Oh, whoa! And we have a child together who is now seven years old, and now we are divorced after ten years of wedded bliss the sharding just became too much for her to handle he finally so, told her the story but we are co-parenting happily and we have a lovely seven-year-old daughter so i just wanted to give you that uh-huh. oh. wrap up to that story anyways hope you guys are doing well during these unprecedented times and thanks for all you do bye oh that's oh. nice what that a call. jeez uh all right well yeah. that's gonna uh, wind it down for the show Wait, wait, wait. I want another follow-up. If he ever sharded himself with... I mean, he said it as a joke, but I want to know if that actually occurred. In the, did they ever go on a date and have that happen again? And did that possibly lead to the divorce? Hmm. Well, I mean, didn't um, he say that she couldn't handle the sharding anymore? Yeah, but I mean, I threw that in as a throwaway line. I thought maybe it was a joke, but... Maybe, maybe he's a hypocrite and she sharded and he couldn't deal with it. That could be it, too. Does his kid have sharding tendencies? Probably. I'm going to assume yes. Seven-year-old sharding baby. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're we have no music to play right now at the end. We do. I'm going to, instead of playing Hulk Hogan, uh, obscure Hulk Hogan Japanese track, Alex Skolnick, I'm going to play an obscure Terry Funk Japanese what? track called Barbara Streisand's Nose. What? Terry Funk, ladies and gentlemen. All these uh, American wrestlers would create like seven. I was listening to my radio late last night when I heard a knock on my door. It's definitely Terry. I went to the window and I peeked outside. It was a girl. Do you think that this is where Alex four. got his uh, idea from? She said yes. she saw my name on the bathroom wall. 
so she thought she'd give this me kind a of rap is acceptable you know I why this is the door and a rap a, a in, front guy is too embarrassed to sing so he's speaking it yeah, she had barbara streisand's nose she had barbara streisand's nose what a jam and with that i want to give a big shout out to our top live cast fans of the week in the music down wait yeah yeah lower lower these are some fine people, our top live cast fans of the week, who have donated uh, $10 or more on our Patreon. And if you would like a shout out, so at patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. And uh, so it's patreon.com slash metal injection livecast to be a top live cast fan of the week. And uh, let's, let's uh, run through this list. Uh, we got Eric. So this song is just He's calling some woman a butterface Basically He had both Derek's hips and uh, But she had a big ass ugly nose That's the joke Just like vaguely anti-Semitic <laughs> Yeah oh, Vaguely Yeah vaguely <laughs> Then we got Rabaganoush A.K.A. Justin Bless your heart We got Benjamin Bless your heart El Duderino Bless your heart Dan R Bless your heart Cattle Decaf Bless your heart Mindy Mays Kippa, your heart needs to be blessed. Croc Destroyer, bless your heart. Sam I Am I Is, bless your heart. Gender. I like how my voice sounds like so. Gender. Uh, we have Shashur Sashusets. Oh, there's a little solo on this song. Uh, that's for you, LaCroix. And you as well, the Crustacean Sensation, a.k.a. God Stomper. Ash Bozhalov, Dallas, Rob of Empyro, Shane, Hugo Likes Tacos, Here Goes, and hey guys, it's Josh. She has Barbara Strikes' nose. Oh, you get the post. <laughs> very good. All very, right, very pro. Take that, Jose. That does it for us. We'll be back next week. Enjoy the face. She should really be thrown into a camp, am I right? <laughs> These are the takes that I had to cut out of this song. Did you see Yentl? What a piece of crap. <laughs>